Welcome to the Fashionista Life, where we talk about fashion, interior design, parenting, and everything that encompasses the lifestyle of a fashionista. You can't help but smile with our host, Jennifer Johnson, a true fashionista and lifestyle expert, coming to you live from Naples, Florida. Welcome to the Confident Female Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Johnson. If you find yourself here, it may mean that you're looking for courage, clarity, or confidence in some part of your life. I interview experts in business and life each week and share strategies for success, motivation, and mindset. If you want to learn more about the Confident Female Entrepreneur and how I can help you grow your business as an extension of yourself and help transform you into a confident entrepreneur, check out my website at jenniferannjohnson.com or join our private Facebook group at Confident Female Entrepreneur. Now let's get started. Today, we welcome back into the studio, Joe Nugent, or Joe the Home Pro, as uh, you're affectionately known. He is a fully licensed, bonded, and insured home inspection company uh, that he started. You started it all on your own. All right? on my own. Like Ground all up. on your own. Ground up. Yeah. And he's been doing, uh, for more than 15 years, he's really uh, dedicated um, his life to being a professional and helping others. In his career, he's been in the hospitality industry. We kind of talked about that on the the podcast from a few months ago that you probably hopefully listened to, which <laughs> there were a lot of wonderful nuggets. If you've not listened, go back and listen to that episode because it was absolutely wonderful. So welcome back in. Well, thanks for having me again. I really absolutely. appreciate it. And I wore pink for you, like I said I would. You did. You so anyone pink. that's listening can't hear that can't see that. But the but ones that are viewing you, they can you, see that I'm wearing Yes. Pink. If you watch this on YouTube, you can see he's wearing pink. He yes. told me he would do this. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um so today I want to talk about you're taking Joe the Home Pro or you've taken Joe the Home Pro national. Yeah. And um the real reason why you started it was the company is because you know you Number one, you had started it before you were actually laid off from your job. So that was that was great. Like you said, serendipitous because tell that story really quick. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so I'm the director of sales and marketing for a huge hotel company and I launched Joe the Home Pro. Uh, actually, I launched it as Inspector Gadget Homes and then oh. I was told I can't really do that. So then I went right. back to Joe the Home Pro. Uh, but anyways, what happened was is uh, during COVID of 2020, uh, my job went away. But luckily for five years, I was building my company nights and weekends. So when that job went away, luckily I had this to kind of like quote unquote fall back on, but I was already looking to make the make the move. So it worked out really well. And that is the power of the side hustle. Yes. Right? Because you just never know. You don't. And COVID it's, taught us that. It you did. You just never know when right? your job's going to be there and when right? it's not. It's it's a side hustle that grew into your livelihood. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. I think like my first year, I think I I think our billables were like 14,000. I was like, oh, oh. not not quite the emerging conglomerate <laughs> I'm looking for Ooh. right now. Yeah, look out. But what am I going to do with my 17 You're three years bucks? in, right? Now, three. Is it three or four? No. Now, the uh, Joe the Home Pro is nine. Oh, nine because you started it nine, at... Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, Joe the Home Pro is nine. And then, as you mentioned, I just launched it nationwide. Yes. So, um, we're going to be able to help a lot of other people, so, which is exciting. I want to talk about that. What led you to the point where you're like, you know, I want this to be national? What was that conversation in your head? Okay. This is the point where everyone's going to just start laughing. It's just like how I started the company with watching HGTV and get, watching mm -hmm. this home inspector. Well, 
not too far off from how I launched it nationally. I was working late at night at home. I had on the History Channel, one of the shows I love is The Food That Made America. Oh my gosh. It's yes. Like, this is unbelievable. This is why I'm fat, right? Because I watch all these but food shows. Do you shows. remember the show Unwrapped? 100%. Oh my God. One of my favorites. One of my favorites, right? So I'm like, you know how like you just have like the TV on and it's mm-hmm. kind of like background yep. noise. You're not really paying attention and you're working. And they're talking about ice cream. And this guy who's now Dairy Queen, right? Came up with mm-hmm. Dairy Queen. And all of a sudden they said, yeah. And after like two years or something, he had 71 stores. And all of a sudden I like, it was like this moment, like I'm getting chills talking about it. This moment where I stopped and I looked up at the TV and I was like, what? And I rewound it and mm-hmm. I played it again. And I'm going, Okay, so it's like one of those like Rain Man skits <laughs> where all yeah. of a sudden I got like papers flying everywhere and like computers everywhere, notepads, and I'm writing oh stuff down. I'm up till two in the morning working on this idea mm-hmm. that it just like came to me like yeah. at 11 o'clock at night. And I'm going, oh my God, I think we have something. This, oh, this might actually work. This sounds really good. I'm like, but I'm not smart enough to figure that out. So I called my mentor, Sean, mm-hmm. and then he's like, hey, you need to talk to Dan, one of our other mentors in, in his group. And Dan specializes in helping people go from basically themselves to a franchise and then to a successful exit. He's had like four or five wow. groups that he's helped with. He's, he's amazing. So I go, Dan, I need to hire you for like two months as my coach. He goes, absolutely, Joe, whatever you need, like I'll help you out. So we start going through this and Dan's like, Oh, Joe, this is this is actually really good. I really like this idea. And so him and I flushed the whole thing out. But the whole idea came from how do I take like so one step back. Home inspectors inherently are very, very good with technical skills of inspecting a home. Mm-hmm. If you had a gun to their head, they couldn't tell you how to do a sales call, how to run a company. The majority, I'm saying the majority, right. because most of them are just solopreneurs. Mm-hmm. It's one person that's kind of doing this thing. So for me, I was like, okay. I'm really good at running a company, building systems, building processes. Sales and marketing is like my background for 20 years in the hospitality industry. I can put all this together. I don't need to teach them how to inspect a home, but I'm going to teach them how to run a business. And so that's how this whole idea was kind of formed and and kind of started. And now it's like, here we go. Like we're going to go across the country. And the goal is to get to like 250 by like the next two years. We have 250 offices in the next two years. That's like our goal. But here's what I love about what we're doing. I'm not franchising it because I looked into the franchising model. Mm -hmm. It's like on average about $50,000 for a home inspection company. To buy buy a Just to buy the franchise. Well, let's start with the franchise broker. They take 50 to 60% Mm -hmm. of that. Even if that's not the case, how do I charge somebody that kind of money when it costs me a tenth of that to start it? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that's right. Right, And the amount of support you need to get to really support your franchise partners, because again, most inspectors are solopreneurs. Mm-hmm. So 150,000 a year, which is a great career and a great life for somebody. But when you look at what it takes to actually yeah. support them, you need so many stores and you're not, you're just not getting enough, right? It's just kind of, mm-hmm. it's imbalanced. So Dan says, we need to license this. And I was like, great. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? <laughs> I'm like Googling licensing as we're talking about it. So what it basically means is that they're going to license out. They're able to use our logo and our branding. We're going to give them templates to use all the stuff that they would need. Right. But it's going to be, it's a $5,000 investment Mm -hmm. versus a $50,000 investment. And then what I said is, well, I don't like the whole, I'm going to take X percent of your revenues every month. I just want to do a flat fee. Mm -hmm. So then what we do is after they buy the license, we give them up to six months to build up their cash flow. And once they do that, then we're like, cool, 
Your first two inspections every month, it's $1,000. Those come to the licensing company. Mm -hmm. All the rest stay with you. There's no additional technology fee. There's no marketing fee. There's no this fee. All the stuff that franchise companies do across the board. And I just don't believe in that. So I'm like, hey, we're going to keep this really simple. Mm -hmm. We're going to keep your credit card on file. You don't need to send me your financials. We're just going to hit it for $1,000 on the first of the month. And that's two inspections, Mm -hmm. roughly, depending on the area that you're in. But it's roughly two inspections. And then you keep all the rest. And then we're going to give you one-on-one training, coaching with me. We're going to do private Mm -hmm. Facebook group stuff like all these things so I can build incredible value. And so I think this is going to be something that it's, and we're starting to get a good response. Do you know what I like about that is because it's not complicated, right? right? Because like you mentioned, a lot of the people that do inspections are solopreneurs. They're, they're working the business They're You know, it's not like they have five other people under them, right? They may, but they may not. Right. It make keep it simple, right? The kiss the kiss thing. hundred percent. Because I had to come up with all this stuff. So Mm -hmm. if someone came to me nine years ago and said, Hey Joe, if you give me $5,000, I'm going to create everything for you and give it to you. And you'll be up and running in two weeks. (laughs) Here's 10. Like, right. You pay more than, I would have given anything Mm -hmm. for that. Right. So that's the whole idea is how can I help other people get up and running faster with what they want to do with their life? And they can avoid the $15,000 in six months of mistake Mm -hmm. that I made. Love it. Because it was very costly. Right. <laughs> hey, you know what? We've all, that's all part of our journey, yeah. right? Uh, we learn from all of the mistakes we made. If we didn't make mistakes, where would we learn from? 100%. I agree. That's you really know, good. I, I can't even tell you how many mistakes I've had in my life. Yeah. And they've been costly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, uh, I'm getting squeezy thinking about it. I know. It. It's a I lot. Know. It's a lot. But I think it's great though, really quick. I, and I know you want to move on. But I think it's really good though for us to be able to sit there. Like we talked about in our last podcast about mm-hmm. how do you help others and instill what your knowledge into others. Right. And I think that's what this is. Yeah. And I tell, I make no bones about it. I tell people, I go, listen, it's a for-profit company. Mm-hmm. So I'm here to make money on this, but I'm here to help you make money. So whether you want to do 150 or 200,000 a year, or if you want to grow like I have to a multi-inspector mm-hmm. firm and do a lot more than that, like I can show you the roadmap right. of how that works. Absolutely. You know, what has been something that's been a challenge in doing this whole licensing licensing deal? Like what, what's been the biggest challenge, the biggest you, roadblock? You don't know what you don't know. Okay. And so sometimes you have to figure out. So as we, as we started, it was like, okay, we're going to target home inspection schools and we're going to talk to them and we're going to offer them a referral if they can send their students to us. And then it was, first I was like going after my warm market, like anyone that I knew. Right. And, you know, so you're like, what's the sales and marketing process like? Didn't know. Don't know. Still don't know. Still (laughs) testing it. Right. Right. Like we're still trying to figure out what that secret sauce is. Mm -hmm. So that's been really challenging because you want to try to get this out in front of as many people as possible. Mm -hmm. And you just want to, like any good startup, you just need cash flow coming in. Right. So you can keep, Mm -hmm. keep the machine running. And so I think that's been really, really challenging for me. I am fortunate though that I have people like Sean Thomas, who mm-hmm. runs the accelerators organization out of Franklin, out of Nashville, which you know, Franklin. But um, to have people like that, that I can text, call, email, and just be like, hey, SOS, need some help. Yeah. And for them to be able to weigh in of people that have been there before and have done mm-hmm. it, I, I've been able to avoid a lot of other mistakes. I like to call that my virtual bench. Yeah. Because it's it's like your board of directors, right? It's yeah. your it's your advisory board. Every business needs to have those key professionals that they can pick up the phone and call at any time, whether you're paying them, you're not paying them, whatever that is, to be, I need help. Yeah. I'm in the weeds. What do I do? 
Uh, so fun story about that because just a few days ago, I did that exact same thing where I needed a ton of help with something that I was struggling with. And I have a small group within our accelerators organization. We do like a forum and it's kind of mm-hmm. like an entrepreneur's organization type forum. And so they're like, they all mobilized and they're all over the country and one's even in Hungary. And they're like, no problem. In 48 hours, we're going to do this on this day, this time, be there and we're going to help you. And for an hour and a half yesterday wow. afternoon, they, we all sat there. I said, here's the issue. And they're like, okay. And they all started spitballing different ideas of trying to help you. So being able to be a part mm-hmm. of a, a group like that and have like a core group of people like that is really priceless. Powerful. Very. Powerful and priceless. And why more entrepreneurs don't have mentors and people like that, it's beyond me because you, I don't know why you want to try and reinvent the wheel. I just don't think people realize. They don't. Right. That's that's part of it. Is your closet overflowing? Or maybe your kids' closets are as well. Or maybe you want to just redecorate your house. If you're wondering what to do with all that stuff that you've accumulated, bring it all to True Fashionistas or even ship it to them for free. They'll sell your unwanted items for you. They take away all the hassle and they do all the work. All you have to do is sit back and collect your money. You can reach out to them online at truefashionistas.com. Come into the store or check them out on Facebook or Instagram. And that's truefashionistas.com. All right, friends, we are back in studio with Joe Nugent, otherwise known as Joe the Home Pro. I just like saying that. It's fun, right? What a great, my branding team did an awesome job with that. They did. I mean, they are like the best branding team in the world. We could do some sound effects. Joe, (laughs) the home pro. Okay. Enough. (laughs) Stop. Okay. (laughs) This is going to be like my PR person. This is great. Who are you? Oh, I talk. She talks. (laughs) Only she talks. Yeah. I'm with her. (laughs) It's weird that you're wearing a shirt that says, I'm with stupid with the arrow pointing this way. I don't know what that means, but that's fine. I'm wearing one going the other way. (laughs) We're both confused. So we've had a wonderful conversation. I want to know what advice you would give to other entrepreneurs who are considering scaling their business on a national level like you've done? Yeah, great question. So one of the big things I had to learn is it's great if it works in your market, but you need to go to a different market and test it. Because when someone comes in, if they want to buy your franchise, they want to know where have you done this at? Mm -hmm. Where is it successful? And like, if I just said, well, Southwest Florida, I'm really successful. I'm doing X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay, where else? And it's like, uh, nowhere. So (laughs) That was the first thing I had to learn. Crickets. Yeah. I need the cricket yeah. machine right now. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, is this thing on? Tap, tap. <laughs> um, so the first thing I would say is go to a different market and either open up your own office or have somebody go there that mm-hmm. is interested and have them open up an office. And then the R&D method, rip mm-hmm. off and duplicate. Rip the off same, and The R&D. same systems oh and processes that you it. had wherever your home office mm-hmm. is, you do it there. And then when you can show after six months, hey, this is a viable business model. Now you have a machine that you can then take everywhere that you want to go. Proven kind yes, of thing. A proven concept model. Mm-hmm. Because in every entrepreneur, like, this is a great idea. It's mm-hmm. a great model. Right. And then it's like, you take it somewhere else and it's like, actually, this doesn't translate for whatever reason. Right. Right. And I've seen it done a lot, but I've also seen it done really successfully. It's, you know, test marketing. Yeah. You have to. It is. So it's like, okay, if you have everything from a system process perspective, then you should be able to replicate this right. anywhere but you have to have those systems and processes and they have to be written down. And, and again, like I guess like the second part of answer to that question is if you don't have everything written down in a playbook mm-hmm. in a manual, there's a great system I use called Trainual and it's a hundred bucks a month. I and what write I write that down. Trainual? Trainual. And what I do is I can record 
videos of every single mm-hmm. process we do. Like, here's how you send out an invoice. Yeah. Here's how you inspect a garage, whatever that is. I can put it all right on Trainual. And then anytime I bring a team member on, they have to go through there and all those videos and that's their onboarding, part mm-hmm. of their onboarding. Exactly. So that has now become invaluable as I license across the country because I'm going, hey, I actually have everything in video format of what you need to do from a day-to-day basis. Right. Brilliant. And that's one of the things that a lot of small businesses underestimate or don't even know that they need to do is like an operate, like I call it an ops manual, an operations manual about how to run your company. Right. It's just like a succession plan, you know, Um, like that's crucial, but not always thought of. Like what's going to happen if I walk out and get hit by a bus? Nobody's going to know how to run my business. If you have an operations manual, somebody could come in and run your business. Yeah. One, you know. And that's so funny you say that because I just got done updating my will and trust. And by updating, (laughs) like I actually did one. Please drive safe. I I never had. Well, it's good. Everyone's going to make a lot of money when I leave. (laughs) So it's fine. Um, But that was like one of the things I had to figure out like, okay, if I were to go out and get hit by a car tomorrow Mm -hmm. and I die, God forbid. What happens to my company? Right. So now I had to have a succession plan mm-hmm. in place of what that is. And then when that company sells, whatever it is, how does the money get dispersed to whether it's my kids or right. whoever, right? Um, there's a lot of that. And a lot of times people, are, especially small business owners, are like, I don't have the time. Right. You have to make the time. Or the money. Right. Or the money. It does cost. But like you can talk to like Christina Raboli with mm-hmm. Modern Woodman or Sergio De Caesar. I mean, they talk about this stuff and they go, listen, everyone's going to exit their company. Are you going to do it on your knees or on your feet? That's the question. Everyone's going to exit your company, right? And so you have to have those things in place. So whether that is training or succession or wills and Mm -hmm. trusts or whatever, that's really important stuff. I feel like for small business owners, absolutely, it's it's really really pertinent that they that that as small businesses we don't take our eye off the future. Yeah, right. Because it's just going to keep going. It's not going to go away. Exactly. Because we're sticking our head in the sand, kind of thing. Yeah. What is the biggest difference between running a company regionally and nationally? What are some of the things that you've found? The toughest thing is understanding different market conditions and understanding what someone's going through. Um, It's really tough when you're in Southwest Florida and it's like, here's the bubble of like what Mm -hmm. we live in, in a way. And then you look at like a Tulsa, Oklahoma and you're like, whoa, your challenges are way different than mine. Mm -hmm. So how do I relate to that? I think the other biggest challenge I have is... I'm not in their market working with them because they own the company hundred percent. I have no ownership interest in it. Right. So it's their business. And so I tell them when, when they start, it's like you will succeed or you will fail based on what you do, not on what Mm -hmm. Joe or Joe, the home pro does or does not do for you. So not being there. And sometimes you need to like light the fire under Mm -hmm. them. And, you know, so that's been challenging, not being in the field, working with them day to day. Um, that's probably been the two biggest things. But the nice part about what you're doing is you're licensing it, which means you don't have to have a footprint there. Correct. So that's a positive, but yet I see. It is, but at the same time, it's like, we want them to be successful, right? So like they just, they just paid me a lot of money to like start Mm -hmm. this company. I want to do everything I can to help them achieve whatever their dreams are. So that's also why I implemented like, let's do a private Facebook group. Every Monday is coaching Monday. Every Wednesday, we're going to do, you know, a topic that's relevant to them. Like these are the things that we want to do. I want to create a forum, but really what I want to create is I want to create a community of people across the country that are going, let's share best practices. Let's share 
the highs and the lows. And again, I have to give credit to the accelerators organization because mm-hmm. that's exactly what we do with them. Right. Um, and that's, so I just kind of, you know, took that theory and ran with it. And the whole Facebook group and all that coaching, that's, that's invaluable to somebody who's just starting a business or, or has ran a business forever. You hope so. You know, I sometimes mean, they don't realize it until you're like, well, here's the bill I would have sent you if I were right. to do this. And then they're like, oh, <laughs> but, but see, that's the thing. It, you have to be the kind of person that wants to take advantage of all that stuff and, yeah. and see the positive and see what can come out of it and just go, oh, I'm going to go on another coaching call. Like, really? Yeah. Uh, that's I, I don't have time. But that's time that you're taking to invest in, in your business. It's working on your business, not in it. Right. Kind and of that's a big, big thing, right? Because as we've had like that slowdown in the housing market mm-hmm. in Southwest Florida, especially, I felt like I was working myself back into a job and I was like, oh, this sucks, right? We've all been there. But <laughs> you have to do that because it's like, that's what's going to keep the lights right. on and the doors open and everyone, you know, mm-hmm. employed. And then it's like, okay, now I can scale again and grow again. And as things kind of go, I mean, and the housing market's cyclical. That's just real estate. Right. But, you know, so is being a business owner. Being, yeah. a, being an entrepreneur, it comes in waves. Right. That's what I like to say because it's like one minute you're going to be over here and you're at the top of it working on your business and doing all the things that you were like, I didn't have time to do this. And then the next moment you're down here and you're back working in your business. Yeah. And then you're back. It's like it ebbs and flows. Yeah. So we're sometimes I drink at 9 a.m. and sometimes I drink at 9 p.m. <laughs> it just depends. Know, it just it, depends. That's the flow. I mean, right now. I'm totally kidding. Everyone's like, is he on a ladder drunk? No, I promise. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just joking, just for effect. But no, it is true. And when you are in that valley, you look back on the peak and you're like, mm-hmm. man, I needed to be doing this stuff. Because when you're in that valley, yeah. which we've all been in, it's like, how do you climb out of it as fast right. as possible? And mm-hmm. normally, there's not a quick fix to that. No. It's a 30, 60, 90, 120 day mm-hmm. fix. So those are right. those are some of the things that, again, I learned and I'm sure you did too with what you did. So Absolutely. How are you building this team to support this expansion? Okay, so I'm really fortunate that I have like these amazing all-stars on my on my team that I have currently. Every single team member that works with me, I've known somehow through okay. social media, through friends, through networking, through whatever. All of it. I've knock on wood, I have yet to have to go outside of like my four walls and like put an ad on Indeed or something like that to try to find somebody. I am a very, very transparent person on social media. And some people would probably say to a fault, but I'm very transparent about my highs, my lows, what's going on with business or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the reason I do that though, is because I want to share my story because there's a lot of people that might be going through, maybe they can relate. Mm -hmm. If I, if, you know, I just look at it as like, if I could just, one person sees that and like, oh man, I'm also in that crap. That's great to know. I'm not the only one there. Cool. But I think by sharing the story and my journey, I didn't even realize this. There was a lot of people that were, paying attention that I didn't even realize. And what's really cool is that when I announce like, Hey, I'm going nationwide. Here's what I'm doing. Looking for beta testers. The people came out of the woodwork to be like, I'm interested. Tell me more. Mm -hmm. I might know somebody, whatever the case is. And so I just feel like by being able to do that and build that team, and I'm able to take my existing team that I have, and I'm able to help move them into a different role mm-hmm. and from a role that's somewhat I created and a role that they created too. So like Molly, my office manager is moving over into a business services development kind of person. And so she's been doing some sales work, but as we bring on licensees and once we get to like 40 or 50, Molly's going to move full time, be able to double her salary, mm-hmm. single mom, two kids, right? Great story. And we're going to be able to help change her life. And like, there's nothing better. 
Like right. being able to have that happen. And then Molly's going to find another Molly to kind right. of backfill our office manager position. So Demarius, our lead home inspector, he's going to be our director of education. So he's going to lead a lot of the trainings and stuff. I'm able to take people from my current team and say, hey, we're going to give you a little bump in here right. and you're going to be able to get a bigger exposure and more stuff happen to you. And I think that's really cool. You know, it, it it's a lot about connections, right? Yeah. It's about the people that you come across that you resonate with. And it also is a lot about authenticity. We talk a lot on this show about authenticity and about how raw and vulnerable you are when you show who you really are. Yeah. And how that resonates, like you said, because, you know, everybody looks like they have that white picket fence on Facebook. They're only going to show us their perf- perfect parts, yeah. right? Not that the skeletons we talked about earlier, <laughs> they're not going to show those, but there's a lot of power in showing those skeletons that you could change somebody's life. Yeah. You know, um, I've talked about mental health on this podcast and how people who are going through something see everybody else looking perfect until they see someone sharing a story of imperfection. Yeah. And they go, oh, it's not just me. They don't feel alone. Yeah. Two and a half years ago, I mean, I was in yeah. the hospital for three days for my mental health. Like, I've been through it. I get it. Like, mm-hmm. I, and that's a topic I talk a lot about. But you're right. There is social media, as great as it's been for connecting us, it's also been horrible because it really portrays a a not real picture of what's really going on with someone. Because it's like, you know, we get so caught up in how is people going to perceive this or whatever. Right. But I think, though, the authenticity thing, you cannot be more dead on about. I have been a huge fan of yours for years. I've been following (laughs) you. And then finally, it's like Melissa, finally, like my (laughs) girlfriend's like, hey, you want to like meet her? I'm like, yes, I would love to meet her. This is amazing. Right. So it's like, but like you, you do, you follow those people that, you know, mm-hmm. that, that you kind of gravitate towards. And I feel like, especially in the entrepreneurial world, we gravitate towards each other. Mm-hmm. And I know that I've always gravitated towards people that are way more successful than me because that's who I look up to. That's where I want to get to. Right? right. And I just think when you can build that community mm-hmm. of people around like that, it's amazing, but it really is amazing how many people have eyes on you and you're like, oh, I did not know that. A hundred percent. Glad I didn't post that picture. Is this creepy? (laughs) (laughs) I know it isn't. We're like, when you finally meet somebody, you're like, oh my God, I've been following you. Like, how are your kids? And you're like, (laughs) oh God, they've never met. Especially like as a guy, right? Right. And it's like, it's like towards like a female. They're like, oh my God, what's going on? Help. (laughs) That is so funny. It has been an absolute joy having you on today. All mine. All my pleasure. (laughs) Trust me. If our listeners would love to get a hold of you, how can they do so? Yeah. So um, on every Instagram, Facebook handle, it's Joe the Home Pro. Uh, you can find me on my personal Instagram, Joe Nugent Naples, or find me on Facebook. I love connecting with people and engaging. So whether it's personal, whether it's business, find me, follow me. We'll have some laughs. I'll tell some bad dad jokes. It'll be great. <laughs> Fabulous. You've been a, a true joy, a true joy. And thank you, friends, for joining me today and every week here on The Confident Female Entrepreneur brought to you by True Fashionistas. If you want a deeper dive, head to my website, jenniferannjohnson.com to sign up for my emails where we take a deeper dive each week into new topics for your small business. Have a fabulous day. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of The Fashionista Life. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. That helps others find the show, and we really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode of The Fashionista Life.